Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Well, it was certainly the story that caught our eye yesterday, the fact that Tom Trebojevic was doing some ballet, no less, to get himself ready for the upcoming 2024 season. It was at the behest of the new head of performance at the Manly Warringah Seagulls. John Clark spent 18 years as a player in the UK Super League. He's worked alongside Eddie Jones with England and the Wallabies now with his great mate Anthony Seabold at the Manly Seagulls. I'm happy to say that John's on the line. G'day, John. Morning, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, really well. What... All right, we better start with this one that caught the eye yesterday. How, how did ballet become a part of Tommy T's preseason? Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly caught the headlines, isn't it? I think uh, yeah, it's just what it's just one one part of his program that he's really um, really got into. Um, you know, it, it was something that when we're looking at what was going on with him and uh, why there's been a few few issues along the way over the past um, past little while, his feet. And ankles um, were probably not doing what they should have been doing. So um, I've been lucky enough to obviously work with some good physios, good S&Cs, and that was one thing we did use a lot in rugby was around foot and ankle strength, and the ballerinas are uh, right on the top of that. So, yeah, just introduced T to a few, uh, few of those exercises, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, gone from there, really. Okay, so uh, how often is he doing it? What is it? Is it something he does at Seagulls? Does he go off-site for that? What, how does that play out, John? Yeah, no, it's just part. Yeah, look, this is just one one part of a of a bigger picture for him, really. Um, sure. So he will do that every day he's in, and we're training. He'll usually finish his day with you know a program that we put together, which incorporates some of the foot and ankle strength um, in it. So you know he, he'll be doing that three, four times a week, um, and being really diligent with it. And at the end of each session, as I say, we'll we'll, uh, we'll come off the field, we'll do our strength work, and, and he'll usually finish with his hip and foot and uh, trunk, trunk strength work that we've done in as a sort of separate programme. Yeah, right. Hey, we haven't seen Tommy. I think he played in the scrimmage against the Dragons. Um, I was talking yesterday about uh, with the, someone in the know at another club and they talk about how much opposed that teams do. We haven't seen Tom until he runs out for round one over there in Las Vegas. What was the thinking behind that, John? Oh, that would you know, that was just head, head coach's uh, experience and call and just we just you know we're not going to uh, play those players. We've done plenty of in-house scrimmage. Um, they've got plenty of time, so we just feel the best thing for them would to be uh, to train hard and get all the bits and bobs done. Um, do the little bits of scrimmage that we have done, and then we'll you know we'll roll them out for, for round one, in, or round zero as it is in Vegas. Yeah, um, you've worked alongside 
some incredible uh, coaches during the course of your time. Obviously, you're working with Anthony Seabold when he was helping out Eddie Jones at both England and the Wallabies. Um, have you noted a difference? And you've got a long history as a player in, uh, as I mentioned, over there in the UK Super League with Wigan, London, Warrington and Windness. The difference between rugby union athletes and rugby league athletes? Have you noticed anything, John? Yeah. There, there is big differences in, in the, the way sort of union players are built. You know, obviously, they're, they're very specific in the jobs they have to do. For instance, the front rowers, they do a lot of work. They have to scrummage, clean out, you know, line out, lift. So the way they're built and the power that they can produce is very, very high, and they're usually very, very heavy, um, but quick and powerful. So... And you, you don't generally get that, that type of athlete, I don't think, in, in, in rugby league, really. Um, I think it's probably more of a jag. And I know you've got the outliers. You know, There's always outliers who, who are like that. But I think as a, as a general theme, um, there is probably more of a generic type athlete, I think, in, in rugby league compared to rugby unit. Yeah, right. No, I think that's a, a, an interesting one. Uh, what have you made of the, the Manly Seagulls? So there's lots of talk about lots of players. Josh Schuster is a guy who's um, unfortunately going to miss Vegas. He's working on uh, a calf strain. Uh, what have you made of Josh as an athlete and his preparation for 2024? Yeah, obviously he's got a, he's got a little bit going on. We're still trying to get him right, but he's been fantastic. Honestly, really, really good. Um, into everything we're trying to do, um, so yeah, no, no complaints there. As you know, as with most of them, they've been absolutely unbelievable. The application to the way we do our work with Basin to do in training, um, within rugby, within FSC, within nutrition, within all the other little facets that we're trying to introduce, you know, their, their application has been absolutely top class. So, um, yeah, no, um, no, no, com- no complaints at all mate, about any of them, really. Um, as you know, and you generally find that when you go to clubs. Um, but I think, obviously, Manly is uh, definitely up there in terms of the way the boys apply themselves. Yeah. Hey, I, um, I, look, it's a tragic circumstance, but it's at the forefront of our mind, given that just a couple of weeks ago they had the inquest into the, the passing of Keith Titmus at, at Manly Training. Obviously, it was before your time, but it was a reminder about professional environments and what they should look like. Has that, or how does that impact you, John, as someone who goes about in the physical preparation, knowing that... To be a professional, especially in this game, you have to push yourself. You have to, you know, really exert yourself physically. But finding that that balance between making sure that the athlete is safe as well. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy, but I think that's why we've got the things in place that we've got in place to make sure we can we can judge athletes on where they're at at that particular time, um, and then we ask them to do stuff that's you know appropriate for, for where they're at. So. Um, it isn't easy, um, and I don't think there's any hard and fast ways of doing it. You know, a lot of it's around feel and experience. Um, but yeah, the preparation of, of of what goes into these these players now is is second to none, really, because you know what what they're being asked to do for 23, 24 rounds plus finals is is incredible, really. So the, their preparation has to be uh, you know has to be spot on over the preseason. Yeah. Um, all right, everyone seems to have an Eddie Jones story when they work with Eddie Jones. Do you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you have, was there a midnight phone calls or I think there was the story about the bloke who got the long letter about, you know, uh, the good coaches deserve steak and he sent him some sausages. Is, have you got anything that you can relate to us, John? Well, I, 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 look, I, I'm going to stick up for Eddie because I, I, I worked a long time with him, like five, five, over five years. And honestly, he was, he was phenomenal. He, like, he, don't get me wrong. It's not easy. It's not. It's not for the faint-hearted working yeah. for Eddie. 
Um, but the one thing you do get is you get a feeling where you you know you're improving every day because it's challenging you um, every day with something or or you know other. So if if that's what you're up for, then it's a it's the best it's one of the best environments in the world to work for. But it's not easy. It isn't easy because he is full on. He'll, he'll tell you himself he's full on, and he go he goes from whatever clock time in the morning to whatever time at night. Um, so, yeah, but not, not, but that's that's up to you individually as well and on your manager like yourself. So, um, yeah, now I've, look, there's, plen- there's plenty of those stories I don't need to add to them, but my 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 memories um, of working with Eddie will, will be uh, will be, will be fun. I, I love my time there. Yeah, well, you had incredible success with the England side. I think he's the most winning coach in the history of England rugby. Um, so, yeah, uh, something to we, did. We, yes. had, we had a great side. We had a great side, you know, and, and, and he was like on it. He was brilliant. Um, and it saves as a learning curve. He couldn't ask for any more as a coach, I think. Yeah. And what about Anthony Seabold? How would you describe working with Seabs? You, of course, played with him back at the London Broncos uh, the year 2000. Um, you would have tracked his progress. Um, over the course of that time, John, what drew you to coming to the Seagulls? Obviously, Anthony, a big part of that. Yeah, he was a massive. He was he was massive part of it, and obviously Tony Meshoff as CEO as well. We played together. Jimmy Dimmick as well played together in the same team as him over the yes. years. But yeah, seems 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 as him as a coach. Um, very very well planned. Communicates unbelievably well to the staff and the players. Um, you know, and we have a good time and we enjoy doing it. Um, so I think as a as a package as a coach, I don't think there's, there's much seeds is missing really, and I think, you know, I just hope we can uh, we can show what we're about this season in terms of um, you know the way we play, the way we want to go out about our business. So yeah, it's uh, been since November. I've absolutely loved loved our, loved the time at Manly. Yeah, well. Uh, Anthony Seabold did a bit of work with us at SEN calling games prior to his appointment at Manly and I think we were all blown away about how good, how well he was able to communicate what he was seeing out on the paddock. So it were, um, we're all fans of Anthony Seabold here, let me assure you. Uh, best athlete that you've ever been involved with from a... I might even go back to your playing days, but mainly from your head of performance time. Is there a, is there a standout during uh, across both codes? Uh, well, I reckon Sabi's a standout for for sheer, uh, Sabi and Tolu are standouts straight away for speed, for sheer speed. Yep, I've not I've not seen many like them. Um, and then as an all round as an all round athlete, Tom Curry, who's England back rower, he's fast, strong, powerful, tough. He's got everything. He yeah, has literally right. got everything. Um, so I think yeah, those, those two boys should probably definitely stand out for speed. But I think as an all round, who's got everything, um, Tom, Tom Curry would be would be right up there. Yeah, okay. Look, I did a bit of research, John, um, having played against you back in the year 2000. Uh, uh, look, I'm not prepared to name who it was, but the na- it rhymes with Justin Dooley. But um, he was singing your praises as a bloke. I think you bumped into him a bit over a year ago. But he, he was telling me that it was very hard to get any mirror time with you around in the in the dressing room. <laughs> is is yeah, that yeah. still the case, John? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's the case, mate, definitely. <laughs> no, not at all. No, so I probably was back. It probably was back in the day, mate. Yeah, but uh, definitely not anymore. Yeah, uh, very good. Hey, um, exciting good times over there for uh, the US, of course. Uh, round zero, as you say, um, big game yeah. for the Seagulls to start the season. Uh, great to speak to you, John, and we wish you all the Thanks, very mate. best for twenty twenty four. Super, mate. Thank you.